At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of the champion haircuts, but they also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, I'm Big J Okerson. And I'm Dan Soder, and welcome to the Bonfire Podcast. Yeah, it's a podcast, and it's also a radio show. You can hear our full show every day on SiriusXM. Go to SiriusXM.com slash bonfire for a special offer. And now, The Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. We have a very exciting guest to have on today. Uh, such a sweetheart. Look at Black Lou getting so psyched. He was nodding early. He's like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, You were fi- giving church nods, Lou. Finally. You're these, like, here we go. These here we go. white idiots bring on a good guest that isn't just another white guy that looks like them. Everybody, from the brand new Miss Pat show on BET Plus, it is the hilarious Miss Pat joining us. Hey. <laughs> How you doing? Fine. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on the show. We wish we could do this in studio because you're fucking hilarious and someone that we would want to watch weird uh, and stupid videos with. Yeah, that's usually <laughs> what the show is. I remember I did uh, I did Jim and Sam with you in Montreal and watched you just annihilate for an hour. And I was just en- it was the only time I got up early to do one of those and just enjoyed myself watching you make fun of everybody. Oh, yeah, oh, I was on that too. That's when we came down. We both came down. Yeah, we were both on there. Way to remember yeah. me being there, Dude, Dan. well, I'm sorry. Maybe shine a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Pat was fucking killing. She was rolling. I've always... Uh, I, I met, met Miss Pat through Ari Shafir, ultimately, who I still stand by, are, are the funniest duo that hasn't happened yet in comedy or <laughs> experiments yeah. because they have such a, a genuine love for each other and friendship it doesn't seem like they would even know each other yeah. <laughs> in the world but they are uh they're very close and their banter back and forth is bizarre because she just calls Ari out on every bizarre thing he does he's a weird bird yeah he is. <laughs> i love ari <laughs> he, he said some when, crazy shit too I, oh. when he said he told me when he got in the shit for the uh, the Kobe tweet that he said he spoke to you and, and you were like, "I'm doing what I can for you, Ari, but I, this is tough. <laughs> so I'm, work, like, I'm working hard here on it for you, but I don't know." Ari is really a friend a friend that makes you stand up for him sometimes. Like, <laughs> yeah. All right. No, I was like, "Why the fuck you do that? Why do you call a black person first? He said, but nobody, <laughs> he said nobody responded to Patty Labelle. I said, "The bitch ain't Kobe." 
Not Patty, Aretha Franklin. He's like, nobody said anything about Aretha. I said, she ain't fucking Kobe. Yeah. God, we knew she was going to die. I was yeah. like, how you do that, you fucking asshole? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would have been like doing it to Aretha Franklin in the 60s. <laughs> yeah, Aretha Franklin didn't bring L.A. five championships. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people people so respond like, differently to that. <laughs> I said, ask your black friends next time, okay? <laughs> yeah. I take home a lot. Yeah. I was like, I still love you, Ari. Fuck what people say. They just bandwaggers. Tell them kiss your ass. Oh, I'm sorry. Can I curse? Oh, hell yeah. Sorry, oh, okay. Let it rip. Like, Tell them kiss your ass. And I text them at least once a week. And I was like, fuck them. Okay? You can come yeah. over to my house. Ain't nobody going to come over to my house and fuck with you. <laughs> we fat. We eat motherfuckers over here. <laughs> 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 with, the, with the show, when you made the Miss Pat show on BET Plus, was it like weird getting adjusted to not cussing if you're like trying to riff in a scene or anything? Or are you like, oh, I got to really watch my words? Uh, no, uh, we cursing this show. I was going to say, BET BT Plus. Oh, really? Yeah, you can yeah. cuss on that? I always wonder. Well, I always... No, no, not well, BET. This is the first sitcom that allow you to have grown folks language. Like it's like a regular conversation. It's like seeing a comedian at a comedy club. We yeah. say any and everything. Nothing is off limit. That's I mean, great. we have really, we have really um, pushed them out. The fucking pilot is about school shooting. So Damn. they pretty much let us push it however we wanted to push it. It is based off my life about 95 to 98%. So we yeah. talk about everything. Yeah, that's oh, got to yeah. be, uh, that's, I feel like with sitcoms, that was the thing that started in the 90s and never got better, where it was just a disconnect where they were kind of trying to be like corporate corny. So they couldn't, even when they would tackle a special issue, it was like, well, no one's cussing. So this doesn't feel like. Oh, so, yeah. Well, I was it, like NYPD. They would blue. always. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, they would always attack. Uh, uh, attack uh, they would always go for the topic in a mushy way, a Hollywood way. Like yeah. I have a, uh, uh, what is a pronoun episode? Them, then, there. Whatever yeah. they call, you know, however they say it. Yeah. And I, my daughter had one of those friends, and we made an episode out of it, which is hilarious. But fucking regular TV is too scared to tackle it. And if yeah, they do, they're going to mush you down. Yeah, yeah, they're going to make it real plain and vanilla just so that the sponsors don't get upset. And well, they, away. they're going to make it where you have to have that, like, take a knee heart to heart at the end of the episode. Hey, hey. I guess we're all they. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not. We're all thems. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we are. No, we um, are. Yeah, that's when, that's... Um, when the kid, when my daughter told me he was, uh, what is it called? Non ginger. Yeah, not what are, what non non binary. Non binary, and when she was like, "He's yeah. non binary," I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah. And so he comes, the kid come over to the house, and and I I kind of you know bond with the kid, and the mama was like, "Oh, he just need to go to church," and I'm like, "Bitch, get out of my house." That's how <laughs> yeah. I put the kid mama at the house because I'm taking up for him. <laughs> yeah, non-binary, non-gender binary is like our friend DJ Lou over there. You can see smoking a cigarette. Like he just uh, starts from scratch. You can make him a woman if you want. You can make him a boy. Depends a, on the outfit. He's a potato head. <laughs> put a wig on him. Put a wig on him. Some lip injections. He's a girl. Don't do the lip injection. I'm tired of seeing white women with nigger lips. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it really. It looks. <laughs> it looks ridiculous. I mean. The more right, the when pl- we sipping y'all while we're fucking up our lips, we don't look like that. Stop. <laughs> they're trying. That's clearly a copy when they just get too way fucking too big, and then they're like, "Oh, it'll go down." Yeah, Dude, you know. that is yeah. We were talking about it earlier, getting some Botox. 
that's the place you don't want to go. Is to start. We were kidding, no, but I would definitely get liposuction and get a fat ass put in for sure. Get a Brazilian butt. Totally, but you know, I don't. What, what you want? What you that. need with ass? That's motor shit. The white. Yeah, well, <laughs> hold my now. There's plenty to wipe already. I just want to shape differently. <laughs> oh, you want to get a butt molding? Yeah, maybe an ass sculpting, but I, I can't. I wouldn't do it. The recovery. Is your time. ass flat? Yeah, it's. I have an awful ass. Is it an flat? Awful, it is. Yeah, I said I got to put oh. on belts. I have to tighten my belts like I'm going to shoot heroin into my dick. It really just to keep them up <laughs> around my waist. Yeah, so when you have a flat ass, you really not you don't have anything to set on. You're just sitting on your back because it's long. It went all the way down. <laughs> That's your right. ass supposed to be. And it hurts. Yeah, just like it bends in half at one point and a crack starts. <laughs> yeah, this is your opening. It's, it's not even a butt. It's easy to wipe. It's easy to wipe. Mm, that yes, is true. That's possible. It's where just one swoop. Nah, but I would take a I would take a bigger wipe session with some big old fat cheeks. So if we sure. sent you down to like South America and got just a pretty seedy procedure no, done no no you're not gonna get me killed like kanye's mom dude i need good surgery good surgery you can't have bad surgery <laughs> on my ass something terrible will happen to me excuse me it's kanye mama was here she got a miracle surgery those are the poor bitches going down there to do uh to mexico to get the surgery <laughs> okay yeah, but, didn't, but kanye's was mom was right like here. but it was a, it was a th- surgery issue right while she passed away her, her, uh, her body couldn't take the surgery. She shouldn't have had it. So Damn. she had it done in America. But it's the poor bitches that's trying to get a discount who want to look yeah. like Kim Kardashian on a budget. My ex-wife, you say to me all the time, she goes, well, if you want to do something like that or dental stuff or whatever, she goes, let's go to Columbia. I'm like, I don't want to be yep. in some shed with rusty equipment. It's, it's like mob doctors. Yeah, dude. Yeah, my, thought- my, had a friend that just, my friend had a friend who just went there. And she got back about two weeks ago. And this bitch got her stomach done, her titty done, and her arms cut off. But while she was there, this is how hood she is. She got evicted. I'm like, what? bitch, you didn't pay your rent before you got to <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're, go- you're going to a foreign country for new tits, and you didn't keep the lights on to come home new? That's hilarious. She, was, oh, she I got forgot. put out. That's so she- funny. She goes, oh, my God. She's healing in some fucking, in a tent in like a weird place. And they're like, oh, by the way, your cable just got shut off. Yeah, far No, she surgery. got put the fuck out. Damn. She got back here to America and had to go to the doctor because they fucked her up so bad. She had all kind of infections. So oh, I thank bet. God she had an infection so she had somewhere to stay for a while. Jesus. Yeah, that's the benefit. You're like, ah, at least I'm laid up here in the hospital. I got a nice roof over my head. Her stitches were made with like twine and rope. Oh my God. It was all <laughs> it was all like Rambo medical work. Yeah. I, I can't believe anybody wanna go like, yeah, discount. Plastic surgery does not seem... Put a foreign object in my body in another country. It just seems... Yeah. Like, what do you take well, if it goes bad? I feel like Miss Pat is someone that you would have to call before you do that decision. Or if I had to call her and be like, I'm going to get calf implants. <laughs> and I'd be like, what the fuck is calf? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, these skinny legs, these lack of, these lack of leg muscles. Like, shit, go to the hood and run from the police. It'll build up. <laughs> <laughs> I come back. I, that's, I'm like a testimony for her workout. After six months from running from the inner city police, I got leg muscles for days. You know, people, women just don't want their titties to hang anymore. I don't know what's wrong with them. I don't have a problem with my titties sliding across my stomach like they got on roller skates. You know, I, what's, that's a good titty when you can pick it up and dust it off and suck it. Who wants a titty that's looking at you like it's about to rob you? Yeah, so. always just fucking straight ahead, just staring at yeah. your ass. 
Yeah, with cuts on it. it Look like it's been in a fucking bar fight. <laughs> it's like the, it's like Joker titties. You got Joker. You got Joker scars on your titties. It is weird. The scars on the titties—they really can't make those perfect. Go away. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're not perfect. It's always underneath, just some, just two identical. It looks like eyelids, like eyes are about to open. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked a lot of fake bitches, haven't you? <laughs> no, 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 no. I have not actually. I don't think I've seen a ton of fake titties in my life. Uh, oh, okay. I mean, I mean, I've seen them, like you know, like between like strip clubs and stuff like that. But in like, like I haven't had sex with a lot of fake titties before. I think they're weird most of the time. Why? Because yeah, how firm they are. You remember back in the day when you could stick your penis in between them and titties and, and go up and now you do that shit, you rip that bitch five thousand dollars off. <laughs> as as a as a tit fuck enthusiast, I can't agree with you more. Yeah, Dan's got a big huge fat cock, so he's all about the titty fucking. I have my uh um uh, little trepidations about it. I get I get worried it's gonna be swarmed in that you know, it's gonna look like a little green army guy going through a valley. It's just not. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I'm making enough impact in between them titties. If they're rolling around, if they're rolling around your stomach like they're on roller skates, when you gather those in the one spot for me to put my dick in, it's gonna be like now. It's gonna be. Can like, I just say one thing? Sure. When a white man say you have a big fat cock. It's not big. Yeah, I've been saying that for years, Miss Pat. I've been saying that for years. I was was telling you that right now. I feel very. I know exactly where I'm at on the scale. Dan's an exception to the rule. That's not true. That's not true. Kurt Metzger, maybe me. It ought to to be. You ain't never talking about you had a fat cock. I hate it. I've been I've been trying to shoot it down for years. He won't stop me. He I word rapes me. It ought to be in pictures, if you ask me. He word rapes me, and also, thank God I got a girlfriend because if he built it up to anybody else, it would be guaranteed disappointment. <laughs> Black Lou uh, actually had great news for us uh, recently. And his brand new son, he has a he has a new son, Hendrix, uh, was born. He found out with a huge penis. Mazel, Mazel Tov. That is such great news. I like hearing stuff like that. Thank you, uh, about babies. Yeah. Very proud of you. And Hendrix. <laughs> but I'm not just saying this. I'm not just speaking. I'm not talking white guy big. I'm talking Dan's got a big no, I don't. powerhouse penis. That's not true at all. And I hate that you say that. It's like you're lying to someone about someone's bank account. I was like, Jay has millions Dude, of dollars. You have a Millions girlfriend. and millions of dollars in his no, bank account. you have a girlfriend. So much money doesn't want to. Dan, Dan, I believe you. Thank you, Miss Matt. Thank you. <laughs> By the way, if I was fucking... You're thanking Miss Pat for believing you have a small dick? No, because she knows I don't have a small dick. I could have an average penis, and that's fine. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but that I don't want but neither dick. But Jay, I need healthcare. Yeah. Well, what if I told you I got a good a low copay where you go in and you get all the far- and the bonus of that good RX big huge fat cock. That's not true. I hate that you do that. You millionaire. You several times over millionaire. How are you correlating those two things? I don't know, man. It's just uncomfortable. <laughs> it's uncomfortable you're lying to people. Please tell people I'm a millionaire. It doesn't change anything. Yeah, well, then someone's going to try to do a business investment with you, and they're going to realize you're not a millionaire. We had a, we are, you, do- are you still uh, in Indianapolis? I still live in Indy. Yes, I do. I shoot the show in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. So, but I've been in Atlanta since I've shot the, uh, since I finished shooting the show. So you're still in Atlanta now? I'm I'm home today. I'm home today. Okay. Oh, very nice. Are you gonna move? You think you're gonna do a move? They're gonna do to L.A. or something like that? Oh, fuck no. They they <laughs> need to help in L.A. for me. I'm going back to Atlanta. 
So I'm yeah. looking to move by the beginning of the year. Waiting to see if I get a second season. I'm I'm getting the fuck on out of here. I, I don't like Indy. I love Indy, but I don't like Indy. Yeah. Over it. <laughs> uh, I'm so over weird. the snow, cold, uh, the diverse, no diversity. I, just, I'm, I mean, I'm from Atlanta. I love my fucking city, and I want to go back. Yeah. yeah, I'll tell you, Indianapolis, I said it when I did that, uh, when I performed at that Helium Club out there, that area of town at night is, it's a problem waiting to happen. I, I said it, nothing like, it's all big groups and waves, and it's, it goes from like, uh, it'll seem like it's all like black people, and then all of a sudden the hipsters roll in, and then like the frat boy white guys come, then a wedding. It's always like something fucking wacky going <laughs> And every and no one seems to be getting along. <laughs> yeah, it's, very it's, very odd. I mean, that's, it's it's the same old bullshit. It's 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 not enough to do here. So I come from a big city where it's a lot to do. Yeah, and I I'm never home anyway. So I'm looking forward to moving back to Atlanta. What brought you to Indianapolis? My husband works at General Motors. He makes the Allison transmission for the military. Oh okay. Yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's a for the military. I've only been to Indianapolis once, and it was just recently, like post-COVID to work helium in that downtown area, like Jay was saying, feels like a mall outside. Just everywhere you go, you're like, it just, it's all chain, you know, like P.F. Chang's, it's all restaurants like that. It doesn't feel like a city city. I don't have a problem with P.F. Chang's. Well, I love the food. <laughs> love the staff. What? These people don't have shit to do but get high and get drunk and go downtown every weekend. That so, makes sense. That makes sense of why that yeah. energy is the way it is. I just go and walk around and see. <laughs> so you just get fucked up on a Friday. and like, you want to go downtown and see some shit happens? Just bumping. <laughs> Maybe go to a Pacers game. That's all we got. Yeah, That's all they got in the coats. Yeah. Are you uh, are, are you stay a fan of all your Atlanta teams? Uh, I like football. Football is my thing. I mean, I like to see my other teams win, but I'm a diehard football. I will kick your ass about my losing Falcons. Damn. Oh, the Falcons. Yeah, how bad? I mean, with that when that Super Bowl happened, how angry were you when the Patriots came back? I was at back? the Super Bowl. Oh no! Yes. Oh really? no! Damn. Yeah, I wrote a really funny bit from there. My sister in law was cheering for him in the third quarter. She had a heart attack and died. And um, my husband called me and said she had the heart attack. And I was in the bathroom when they was coming back. You know, they just began. New England was coming back. And he, my phone wrong. He was like, my sister just had a heart attack. I was like, dude, fuck your sister. The Falcon is about to lose the fucking Super Bowl. And so, you know, That's... when the game ended, uh, he called me back. He's like, she died. I'm like, fuck. And so I, the bit was, at least she died. At least she died thinking that the Falcon was winning. She yeah, won the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's like someone's like and I'm broken hearted. <laughs> <laughs> she died on the way up. Yeah, oh, they're up yeah. and I'm out. That's got that's he was fucking hilarious. That night, that was yeah. that was a heartbreaker that night. Dan went to a losing Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm a 49ers fan, and I went to the one they lost uh, to the Chiefs in Miami. Dan's buddy was the coach on both those losing teams. My buddy was the coach on the Falcons when they <laughs> lost, and then he was the coach on the Niners when they lost. Who's so your both, buddy? Uh, Mike McDaniel. He was the run game coordinator and receivers coach in Atlanta. Coincidence? Under, under Kyle Shanahan. Shut up. You shut your mouth. They're Shanahan was good. Yeah, he was good. So when he came to San Francisco, he brought my friend with him, and I grew up a 49ers fan. And so I went down, and I grew up with Mike McDaniel. He was like, I think we need to lose a Super Bowl. Shut the fuck up, you <laughs> mean man. <laughs> and then we, I went down. How bad is that travel day after the Super Bowl? That might be one of the hardest things I've ever done as a sports fan. 
You know what? I, I'm a I'm a Falcons fan. I cuss them out. I threaten Matt Ryan everything. And I got on a plane that next day with all my Falcons shit because I was the dog shit out of you. And you yeah. my fucking team. I don't give a fuck. And you know, like I'm I'm from Atlanta. We have a lot of Saints people there because of Katrina, and they yeah. always talking shit. And I have to remind them, dude, your city flooded. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> your fucking, fucking city flooded. Are you not even talking about my fucking team? You motherfuckers, I, I, your city flooded. Yeah, you floated over here. Yeah, what the fuck? And a divisional rival, you fucking homeless piece of shit. <laughs> Coming to our city Yo, and talking shit. I can't stand them fucking Saint fans. I'm like, who that, who that ain't got no home, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> who that who has ghosts in their stadium because a bunch of people died in it? When they yeah, were holding people, <laughs> yeah. um, them and them fucking cowboy fans. I hate the cowboy. Oh, yeah. Black Lou, fuck your Black cowboys. D- them motherfuckers. Now go ahead, ask Black Lou. They're ask always Black talking Lou. about their championship. We won. I said you won when cocaine and white beating was legal in football. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong they about that. They took that shit out yeah. of you. Ain't won shit. Um, DJ and Black Lou's one of those Dallas fans. No affiliation to Dallas. Just. Someone in his family liked the helmet. There he is. Where you? Where you from? He's I'm from, from Jersey, Jersey, but the the first time I ever watched football, it was an Emmitt Smith play, and then from there on out, I just became an Emmitt Smith fan and then a Dallas fan. Yeah. Well, that was a in, little, that was a little black boy and a black man do his thing, so I can understand that. Yes, and, and there was no I black players in, on the Giants. No, I actually lived in Columbus, Georgia at the time, and the Atlanta Falcons were just terrible back then. Uh, so oh, I didn't yeah. want to be. <laughs> <laughs> I love Andre immediately. Lies, miss, you know. Yeah, listen, that was when then they were in the NFC West with the Niners. I remember being division rivals with the Atlanta Falcons and, and watching. But watching your team lose the Super Bowl and going to the airport in the gear is the biggest fuck you you can do. Because I had my Niners shit on in the Miami airport, just waiting for somebody, and then. I heard two guys talking too far away from me to say something back, and I was like, God damn it, this does sting. They were like, hey, great job. He, the guy had Chiefs shit on. The guy was like, you guys, that was a good game. You guys did real fucking congratulations. And I was like, fuck all you guys. Yeah, fuck. the Super Bowl. I said the only thing I have in sort of equivalent was that game seven for the Sixers this year when they just laid down and got run over by the Atlanta Hawks, weirdly enough. Um, and that was pretty horrible. Drive home. But again, it was like, Mid playoffs, it wasn't like the game. Yeah, when, I mean, was, losing the as Super much Bowl. as the game it could be. Real quick, let's talk about one of our awesome sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Metro by T-Mobile. Mm. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine printer bills that seem to go up for no dang reason at all? I hate that. Actually, brands usually want me to say a lot of yada yada when I do ads like this, but at Metro. By T-Mobile, there's nada, yada, yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal, so here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited-time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is nada, yada, yada. Go to Metro by T-Mobile right now and switch while you can. That's Metro by T-Mobile. Nada, yada, yada. You don't think I'm a sports guy. Oh. But I am a sports guy, but you don't have to be a stats guy. You don't have to be an expert. You don't have to know everybody to use this. And I'm excited. Prize picks, Prize picks dude. I get, to, I get to actually go on and have fun. 
It is self-explanatory. With sports, and it's easy to use, even if you're an expert. If But if you're a novice like me, football season, it may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Quite simply, this is easy enough for Chicks and Bob to use. Get in on the excitement with prize picks right now. America's number one fantasy sports <laughs> app. gamble on it. <laughs> and Bob, where you can turn your hoop knowledge into serious cash. I don't have that much knowledge, but you know what? You don't need it. You can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks. I know what that means. Yeah, well, it's pretty amazing. You're just going against the projected stats of yeah. two to six players. It's great. Or more or less, that's it. So if they say LeBron James, uh, 30 points tonight, you're picking you He's going to get more or less than that more, only. That's it. Quick 31 points, you win. Yep. 29 points, you lose. Yeah. 30 points, I think, is a push. And you know what? You can turn $10 into thousands of dollars, which I love, with the NBA, NHL, college basketball entries today. Listen, conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketball are, are getting closer. Be part of the action on prize picks for both men and women and, and Bob. Bob. College basketball prize picks even uh, offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets hurt. Tomorrow's uh, live show, I would say Bobby's projected farts are four. I'm going to go with more than that. Oh, my God. I'm hitting the over on Bob Farts on Monday. Yeah, yeah so you want to be in on this? Download the app today and use code BONFIRE for a first deposit match up to $100. That's code BONFIRE, B-O-N-F-I-R-E, for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Hey, real quick, let's talk about one of our amazing sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Babbel, everybody. You know, one in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college, and Babbel has over 10 million subscriptions sold to date. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Bobby. What's up, Jay? How are you? I am doing bueno. Bueno. Yeah. That's what I learned from Babbel so far. I learned one Bueno. Want to know what I learned from Babbel? Buenos noches. Non paletano, molto bene. What? Scusi. You watch your mouth. Bueno note. Omerta. Bueno seres. <laughs> La Costa Nostra. Roberto. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash bonfire. Get 55% <laughs> off at babbel.com slash bonfire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bonfire. Rules and restrictions may apply. Yeah. Are you? Do you have an affection for, as an Eagles fan, I have a huge affection for Michael Vick. I love Michael Vick. 
And I argue yeah. with people all the time about, he killed dogs. I said, okay. And I have to, it's usually white people. I said, okay, your ancestor kills my people, but I'm not still mad at you. Get yeah. the fuck out of my motherfucking timeline, bitch. Damn. Okay? Get the I fuck, everybody that. deserves I couldn't use that same more. I just say that he's, I just say he learned and he's, uh, He's repentant for his mistakes. I can't say that exact thing. Yeah. <laughs> you like Michael Vick? I'm like, I like you, and your ancestors own black people. Like, yeah. right? right? And I go, and and so, I don't know. It gets kind of complicated after that. Yeah, it's like, it's a whole thing. I have to need paper and pen to jot it all down. <laughs> but yeah, they, well, uh, I, but I, I, I love shit him. about Michael Vick. I met him. I was at, I was at the Atlanta airport, and I was, I was going into the Delta Lounge, so I see this tall black dude with these shades on. He had this Louis Vuitton book bag that I was looking at. And I was like, that book bag costs like 10 grand. And I'm looking and I was like, who the fuck is that? And he had a hoodie on. And you know, he's black as hell. And I said, I know who the fuck that is. I said, Michael Vick. And he turned around. He's like, yeah. I said, nigga, when you went to jail, I went to jail. I'm your biggest fucking fan. And he just stood there and looked at me. <laughs> 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 and I took a picture with him. I love me some Michael Vick because I'm a convicted felon. And I truly believe that everybody deserves a second chance. You know, yeah. unless you're a child molester, uh, fucking just a cold-blooded murderer. But I truly believe people make mistakes in their lives and we should be able to forgive them instead of just fucking counseling them off of one fucking mistake like that. Yeah, and that's no, probably why it surprised him because he's probably used to people talking shit not being positive towards him, you know? Well, it's the- crazy that people still hold this, like, vo- and I know because I wear my Michael Vick jersey sometimes, and I get it. I do. So, some people have some uh, violent aggression towards him still, and I think a lot of people don't know what he's done since. I mean, he's like a the, one of the national spokesmen for like stopping dog fighting. It's like he, I think he was made aware of what he did, and genuinely, I just had a different perspective on it, and was like, "Oh shit, yeah, this is you fucked know, up." I, I, I tell fuck. a bit about. I tell a bit about, I'm from the South, and that's what we did. If you didn't dog fight, you fucking chicken fought, all right? So, um, or you I were gay. <laughs> well, that was, you weren't gay back then, but it's <laughs> 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 But I used to dog fight with, not like Michael Vick did. Me and my dog fought for, with now ladies. We would put now ladies on the ground and bet who dog would fight. But if your dog was whooping my dog ass, I would jump in and help my dog beat the fuck out of your dog because I needed them now, ladies, because we didn't have no grocery. And I was about to lose my fucking only meal that night. So, I mean, and I tell it on stage, people are like, oh, I'm like, what the fuck do you mean, oh? You know, yeah. I'm a kid. I'm trying to fucking come up on a meal. Yeah. But, yeah, I did a little bit myself, but nothing like he did. My, I made sure my dog was taken care of because if he was losing, I pulled that nigga up out the fight and I knocked the shit out that dog. Yeah. <laughs> That's just that's, just you couldn't throw like that. You, could, you didn't have an arm like that. Yeah, if you could have broke the pocket and just fucking nailed the guy forty yards downfield, you'd have the same problems. You break the pocket. Yeah, Vic was dangerous out of the pocket. How long were you in jail for? I was in jail a year. For a year, was it terrifying? Did you get used to it quick? Did you hate every minute of it? Did time go super slow? Uh, time went by. It went by slow. I mean, kind of. I don't remember. I was young. You know, you stayed, you fucking, your day went by fast. They let you go outside. You bullshit, you play card, and up. you look up and it's time to go to bed. So, yeah. I mean, a year, I think what, what really slowed my time down for me, because I had kids on the outside. Yeah. So, if I could keep my mind off my kids, I was okay. Yeah. Right. But was it like a scary environment daily, or did you find it just be 
Now? I could, I was young. I could fight. Uh, hell no. We were going to be scared. <laughs> Why nobody taking nothing from me? Yeah. <laughs> we watch a show. Jay got me and other people on the show into a reality show called Love After Lockup. Did you know any ladies in jail that were writing to dudes on the outside to get, like, you know, when they got out or for money to be sent to them? Um... People were sending people money. I don't know. I was, no, I don't know anything about that. Well, I don't think it's because I, the internet. I think the internet is what changed that. I think yeah. back then, like, you get pen pal, and now there's websites where all convicts are just on them, and you could talk to people, like, on the outside. My brother t- My brother just got out of federal prison. And uh, boy, before that, he did, like, 12, 15 years in regular jail. And so um, he said, what you do is to find a lonely bitch, you just keep dialing phone numbers. Until one of them accept your collect call. And you be like, oh, do such and such live there? Oh, I'm so sorry. Then you start a conversation with this person. Holy really? shit. Only, he said that's what the scheme was. And, and he said you will be surprised how many lonely bitches would accept your collect call. Damn, and they say, you know, a... they're sending you money. They're sending you fuck. They come and they see you. Everything. Dude, that's yeah. just straight up cock Bring calling. Bring stuff in. They'll, they'll, they'll sneak stuff into the jail. And that's it's some wild. That's some dick cold calling right there. We're like, what are you yeah. doing? What are you wearing right now? One <laughs> one lady one lady on this show that Dan's talking about that we watch is uh she gave up like her whole life for the guy. The guy was a prisoner. She was a prison guard, and she got caught like fucking him, and she lost her job. She went to jail for a year. Uh, she, she'll never work in law enforcement again. Like she's lost that whole career path, and he's out of jail. And you could just tell from almost the first day he's out of jail, he's like, "I don't like her." <laughs> like now that he's out on the outside, it's like, "Yeah, eh, I don't know." No, let me tell her. you something. So my son works at a correctional facility. I can't say which one. He has the funniest story. So this lady, he, this lady, they kept they caught this lady. Um, bringing in some stuff and asking, like, well, what did you bring? What was you bringing in? And she said, I wasn't bringing in nothing. She said, well, what was you, what was you do? They said, what was you doing with the man? She said, I, I just got this job so I can have some dick to suck. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. Just- My son have me fucking hollering. He tells me, because he's a correction officer. And he tells me, he's, and he's, at the, he's at the prison here where they held Mike Tyson at. Mike Tyson did all his time. For right, uh, that's the yeah. prison he was playing for Indiana. Fucking hilarious. Do you hear me? He Dude. tell me this craziest shit. That is so he, fucking funny. Just a woman admitting being like, because it's un- it's just a buffet of dicks, and I can fucking suck yeah. them all. And none of them are going to tell. <laughs> yeah, they can't. <laughs> yeah. So, so he said one lady brought in some, one deputy. Not, not kid. Would y'all bleep his name out for me? I mean, we're live oh, on the radio. Oh, shit. Uh, okay. Hey, ugly boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, having uh, Miss Pat as your mom's got a rule. We brought in some drugs in her pussy, and it stink, and it fucked the drugs up. So the prisoner got mad and fucking told on her. <laughs> you told on the lady that fucking brought him in? That is so fucking funny. She stank pussy yeah. drugs. You stinky bitch. You ruined my blow. Get the fuck out of here. That's so hey, funny. He, he said they told on her because she fucked up their dope. That's so That's fucking you funny. Hand some, you hand someone the baggie and they go, ooh. Ooh, I don't want any of that. Ooh. It's heroin and you're addicted. He's like, I know, but it smells. Aye. Uh, and got inside of whatever it was, and she damn. fucked it up, and so they literally <laughs> told on her ass. That is so fucking funny. That is so damn. fucking funny to think 
a woman that's risking her ass like that. Got to wash your puss. You're going to bring <laughs> yeah. in drugs? Got to wash that pussy. I figured she was going to wash her pussy, and she was like, I might as well. I'm going to stuff drugs in there. I might as well just wash it after. Yeah, she goes, I'll get it all out. What's the worst it could be down there? Oh, my but that's, God. He said that's some of the biggest turnover, women coming to the jail and having sex with the prisoners. Damn. That the, uh, the, the guards themselves, you mean? The guards. The guards having sex with the prisoners. He said that's some of the biggest fucking... Uh, um, issues that they have there, and they turn away. If I had an ex that was like, I got into the, I got, I'm becoming a corrections officer. I'm like, well, why? Why? She's like, I don't know. I just get satisfied because I've never seen a dick big enough for me to say no way. <laughs> Man, he, he that... literally have me in tears with this shit. I was like, what kind of fucking job do you have? Like he said, they, he said one man tried to sue him for ten million dollars because he had COVID, and the man said, well. He, he might give us COVID. So, the man, you know, because the prisoner can sue for any fucking thing. So, so he sued the whole fucking prison system. He didn't win, but he put a lawsuit out. <laughs> you know what? Now that you say that, I'm starting to think who I would be on the inside. If just to get my kicks, I would just draw up cases against the prison where I'd be like, uh, cruelty, because they made me stay in the hole for three days after I punched that guy. Yeah, I tripped on the drain in the shower. Yeah, just started getting frivolous Civil lawsuits. Suit. I don't know. I'm getting headaches from the lighting. The coffee's too hot. <laughs> I uh, is it because prisons are privatized or something? Why is it that like some prisons? I mean, I don't know if any of us know the answer to this, but it's just luck of the draw. If you do the same crime, depending on the the prison you get sent to or the jail, like some of them are just those you sit in your room. 20 hours a day, you get exercise and do this, and then some of them have, like, your cell has, like, cable television. <laughs> like, when I used to watch that Lock Up Raw show, some prisons are complaining, like, my fucking cable's out! Get it fixed, or I'm gonna smear shit all over the walls! <laughs> and then some prisons where they, 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 you know, they just work out with fucking milk jugs all day. Like, there's nothing uh, to possibly do. Very weird. Like, well, there's no... I think that's maximum security. That's for people like, um... Uh... Uh, Ted Bundy, motherfuckers who they can only let out for one hour, like El Chapo. Yeah. Those but, people. But even then, those I think some of them. But I think some of those, like this, I think if there's no rhyme or reason to why some of them have cells that have nothing in them, and some of them have like TV and like a fucking George Foreman grill and shit. It's pretty wild. Stay right now. Can you tell me a prison story? <laughs> what you mean? Well, you, remember the lady was sucking dick. I told him that one. Can you tell me another one? I got another one. They call it uh, <laughs> the praying hands. The praying hands. Yeah. He said, he's said, got caught uh, sucking another uh, inmate penis. He slid up on his bed. So he got on his, the dude got on his bed. <laughs> and let person be like, he's praying. Oh. He's getting his penis up. <laughs> you That's so that. funny. That is so fucking funny. Oh my god! Oh my god, dude! That's so funny to act like you're praying. Act like you're praying while you're getting your dick sucked. No, like, no, I thought it was the opposite. Was he, like, was he getting his dick sucked? Is that what it was? Yeah, he's like, dear God, up in heaven. Oh God, I miss. Oh God. Oh God. Oh sweet God. Oh fuck. <laughs> I told my yeah, lady who fucked up everybody well, oh, dope yeah. with that was taking pussy. Oh, yeah, they said all, all the cigarettes were smelling like pussy. <laughs> that was cigarettes. Like, was cigarettes? All the cigarettes smelled like pussy, so they told her. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much funnier than cigarettes. It's so much funnier. Like, oh, fuck, I almost smells. understand that more. Yeah, you're like, oh, God. Because, like, right, yeah, it's going to be costing under your nose. You go, ooh. 
What, what would you, what did you say? A lot of people told on the other chick because she gave the whole, the whole dorm, the whole unit lice. Oh, she gave, oh. But she was in there sucking the new head. She was in there giving head, a white lady, and she, a white guard, and she gave all the inmate lice. <laughs> so fucking. That is so fucking funny. That is so funny because they, they probably thought she was. They were like, "This lady rules. She's just going around blowing everybody." And then someone's like, "Hey, I'm telling you, he worked. He helped me in Holland. I said this shit can't be going on in no fucking jail. The praying hands. Dude, dude, I, the, like, I love so that. Nobody know they fucking did. Yeah, yeah, I'm just praying. Oh fuck. We're just trying to pretend to do anything else while getting happy. It's like, just reading a magazine. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Sneak fucking in prison has to be like, uh, you got to become an expert at that. If you're locked up for a long time and you're going to fuck in prison. I don't understand, man. The, the the flip of the switch of of gay sex out of jail being so like, you know, especially in like that kind of like, uh, like that kind of world yeah. would be so like, frowned upon and in jail it's like yeah i'm just fucking dude butts because just trying to get by you know i'm here for a long time you're like ah, still still like you have to still wrestle with that in your head like how did i get hard for that guy back there even if you're the tough one you're like what happened back there that that was even able to work i just wonder what you don't catch people fucking uh no nah, it used to be the end makes me catch but they don't say that like, like on night shift, a lot of people try to do it on night shift because lights out. So they said one officer, she put a, she took a duty belt off and everything in the radio. She was downstairs getting banged out in the doorway. He said one officer took off her belt and she was down there getting banged out. She, they were running a train on them. She don't let these niggas out the cell to, so they can have a threesome. That is so funny. When you hear her come to your cell with the key and you're like, yes, 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 yes. yes. Oh, a lot of trust you're putting those guys. They on camera. Damn, damn. I, you, yeah, when, you, when you're a woman like that and you get fired for getting, you know, double stuffed. While you're on the, while I was gonna say, did she get fired? Is this like Barney Miller? Like no one gets fired ever. They just keep like, oh, yeah, that's the funniest like, one. That's What's just Jessica. Oh, he said the funniest one with the praying hand. The guy was interview. sixty years old. The he, other guy was twenty-one. He said one was sixty, one was twenty-one. What happened? Sixty. We interviewed a sixty-year-old. He's like, okay, what happened? He's like, well, he did what he did. <laughs> that was it. So we asked the twenty-one-year-old. He's like, we didn't know the old guy was a motorcycle rider. He was in a motorcycle club. So he's like, well, motorcycle riders make me horny. He said, he said, he sucked his dick on motorcycle rider, make him horny. That is so fucking funny. Motorcycle riders really get me going, so I'm to blow him. I didn't care if he was 60. Don't you show up to your big Jake. Ooh, don't you go to jail. Don't you, you look like a motorcycle no. rider. Yeah, you're going to you're gonna have to climb a club. You're, you're going to you're gonna have to be like, I'm a hell's angel. Doing this dyed hair I have, I'm asking for it. He said he was a hell Angel. That's why he's something deep because he make him horny. That's so funny. Yo, if there, if there's one motorcycle club I respect, it's the Hell's Angels, sir. Let me suck your old dick. What's it feel? If someone, if you get approached in jail, if you're an inmate and someone approaches you, that's terrifying. Yeah. And you're like, oh god, I'm gonna get fucked by this. This guy's gonna try to fuck me. And then he goes, he goes, let me suck your dick. You'd be like. All right, first things first, you, your shoulders drop a bit because you're like, okay, Woo! that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. All right, all right. Uh, of a threat. <laughs> I go, now, how do I jostle out of this one? It seems like it's so much less like... Or if you're just bringing up an activity that you do and you find out it makes another man horny enough to suck your dick, 
Be like, ah, you know, I used to be in the Hells Angels. And he's like, what? Well, there's not a time that anybody around me doesn't do something where I go, dude, don't eat chips like that? Dude, it turns me on. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, 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 don't hold the mic like that. Like, don't hold it like that in front of you. It does. It gets me. It gives me a boner. Stop. Stop. Man, the thought of, I did not know that many women were getting hired on as COs just to get dick. Yeah. That's a good they, way And they to. tell them. They come in there, they come in there and they tell these guys about their relationship problem. Like, we had one chick, she, uh, Speak and, up. matter of fact, her husband ended up telling on that he found text messages of her talking to the guy from GTL message. So he called it to the prison. Like, hey, my wife is now talking to him. He said, he said one lady was an uh, officer and the husband found text messages. So she, he called a job and said, this bitch cheating with a nigga in jail. She got pregnant by the inmate. No, well, oh my God! If you're the husband and your wife comes back and she's like, "I'm pregnant," also definitely not yours. Also, it's a guy who could fuck your shit up. Well, it's like, one of oh. three guys who could. I was getting gang banged. Sorry, <laughs> Tuesday nights I let three of them out of their cell and we play Catch Me If You Can. <laughs> That's fucking wild. What amount of trust you're getting? If I found out my wor- girlfriend worked at a prison, I would be like, I, I don't trust you. I, I got what am I, what am I doing wrong? Dude, that is so funny. Man, that's going to make me laugh just knowing that women are going in there. If guys did that, there's not – male COs don't do that, right? They yeah, don't, they do. They, do they go to fuck female prisoners? Oh, I have to. Uh, he's gone, but he's, it's only males in his prison. Yeah, okay. No, no I, yeah, saying, I think generally speaking, I'm sure that happens a lot. Did you know and any women that thing. fucked? You could, you could be uh, – a, a, a lot of – you almost really want to watch out. If, if a woman's trying to become a corrections officer and she is – Busted ugly, you know she's getting that job to go. Fu- she'll be fucking within the week, for sure, for sure. That's why the the guys, the best looking guys in jail, aren't going to hold off any like they're not going to be like, now nah, she's ugly, I won't do it. No way, they'll just do it. <laughs> you can fuck way out of your league in jail. Oh, definitely, you can definitely fuck up in prison. Looks wise, okay. you can fuck way up. Uh, okay. You don't, you don't think, think so? so? <laughs> but I have a problem because you think ugly bitches can't get fucked. Oh, excuse no, me. No, no, no. <laughs> She's pretty to somebody. No, no. Well, not everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, there's some people somebody. that are a massacre. <laughs> mm, now, yes. I know some. You they, are pretty, well. they are pretty to somebody. Somebody who's locked up for a long time. <laughs> have you never seen 700-pound people? I, yeah. They got men's and my girlfriend wear 110 pounds. They ain't got no goddamn man. What <laughs> <laughs> you talking about? They have to base this bitch on the front porch. But my friend is a CEO of a company. She can't get no goddamn man. <laughs> so it's somebody for everybody. She intimidates them. <laughs> yeah. She's too powerful in the pool. That 700 pounds glop of shit is not intimidating anybody. Yeah. You know, you can move that above ground pool anywhere you need to go. That CEO might fucking take your money. <laughs> oh, Miss Pat, you are absolutely hilarious. Uh, we love having you on the Miss Pat show out now on BET Plus, everybody. It's real. Oh, it's in it's episodes. Raw. It's hilarious. Go binge it. Go binge watch it, and then go to misspatcomedy.com for live dates. Miss Pat is MSPATcomedy.com for her live date. She is one of the funniest people out there. Go check her out live. Watch the show. You've been listening to Sirius XM's Bonfire. 
New episodes every Tuesday through Friday mornings and full shows always on Sirius XM. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.